So everything's going good with you, right? Everything's going great. I know you guys had a little storm there. How's everyone doing yeah, there? Everybody's doing good. Everybody's doing good. You know, we're new to this part of Georgia, so we're not really used to tornadoes. You know, we're from Tampa. And so we're used oh, to hurricane okay. season, but you get a warning. But, um, <laughs> and you know, in Georgia, it's tornadoes, man. They can come out of anywhere, you know? Oh, that's scary. Yeah. yeah. Scary. And so I got you on my monitor. I got you on my monitor right here, but obviously the camera's right here. So I'm going to kind of be jumping between. So, okay. you know, we're going to kind of just get started um, so we can kind of jump into what you do, how you do. Absolutely. And just to make a quick introduction, this is my co-founder and wife, you know, Nikki Vincent. Hi there. Hi, Nikki. Pleasure how to meet are you. you? And, and um, I don't know if you had a chance to do any research about us, but um, you I know, sure did. We, you know, we've been around for a while. Um, the only thing that's new about what we're doing is, is now we're raising awareness versus having a training center. And so, um, and that's, that's kind of the page that we're on right now, which is why we started the podcast. But I'm very interested to hear about you, what you've been up to. Um, I jumped on your website. I've seen some of the things that you guys are into. I love the sidekick approach because you guys are like the, the, the Batman, or I guess yeah. the Robin to the Batman. That's right. There's a whole marketing approach that you guys are taking, which I think is great for the agency that does what you do. So tell us a little bit more about your concept, how you got started, and, and just go from there. Absolutely. Well, you know, just thank you again. You know, I had a chance to look at, you know, all your videos as well. And, you know, being a voice for the special needs community and, you know, and realizing that, you know, people with disabilities are just different. They're not any less. And that's right. kind of been our motto through the whole thing. So I was really excited to have this conversation with you and speak with like-minded individuals and people who are about, but I mean, I'll just, get right to it. You know, every superhero needs a sidekick. You know, that's what we're all about. Um, it's a company I started eight years ago when I was a senior in college. Um, I grew up in a family restaurant business, um, Greek background. So yes, we had a diner. Um, we had, I was there from like eight years old on, um, you know, and I was the first person to graduate from college from my family. Both my parents were Greek immigrants. Um, you know, and then my mom's a special needs assistant in a school district and she would come home and she would say how both parents can't be at the parent teacher conference because they just can't find the right person, you know, to support their individual at home. And I just thought of that as, you know, a problem, you know, all businesses, all entrepreneurial ventures starts with, you know, fixing a problem. Um, And I just didn't think that was right. And I have two close family members who I grew up with similar in age you know, and they had some support that would come in the home. And it was people that, you know, you know, both my were nonverbal. Um, so they couldn't say, Hey, this guy came to the house. He was on the TV. He was supposed to hang out with me. He didn't really hang out with me. He ate all my food. He, you know, didn't really support me and my needs. And, you know, I kind of saw that witness that grow, growing up. And then, you know, my entrepreneurship class came around, it was time to do a project. Um, and I just thought, you know, let's just try maybe, a a tutoring service for people with disabilities. That's great. That's great. Well, we've heard a lot of those horror stories as well. Um, the people go through the program. Um, they, they get set up with a, a provider, um, a service provider. Um, at that point, they, they, they meet somebody who doesn't really fulfill their goals and they just right. take advantage of the system. They get the paycheck and they just come in and they do just minimal work. And, um, and, and the person doesn't really get serviced or nothing improves about that individual's or, or consumer's life. And you, you know, the problem is that there are slim pickings. Um, this is not this is an industry where there's a lot of dishonest people who think they can make a quick buck and they take advantage of the consumers. Um, and those are what we're trying to bring awareness to now. 
you know, or always actually since we've been in the community and we saw these things happening, just like you said, they're really in it for the money. And really, that's not what we want for our family members to have someone who's just in it for the, the dollar bill. Now, everybody has to get compensated for what they do. And I totally agree with that. Right. And, and in a lot of ways, the, the providers do not get paid enough for what they do. Um, but at the, at the end of the day, it has to be, it has to be done with a good heart. So, yeah, I mean, you have to, I tell people, you know, a couple of things, you have to be in it for the outcome, not the income. You know, you right. taught that individual to tie his shoes. I still remember the first person that taught me how to tie my shoes, you know, and that's yes. people that, you know, the government can take taxes from you, you know, people can steal things from you, but no one can take those experiences that you impacted on somebody else, you know, and selfishly, that's what I, you know, love to do. You know, I love to be responsible for, hey, you know, Nico's program helped my son grow or, yeah. you know, my job at Sidekicks made me a better teacher. You right. know, you know, it's like, that's what it's all about to us. And, you know, and quality has always been, you know, a big piece of our because we have a reputation, you know, this has my name on it. You know, this is something that, you know, I, I really developed over eight years now. And, you know, we don't have the most amount of families. I mean, we only have 67 families. We grow slowly. Um, you know, but quality is our, our biggest thing. And we're just trying to change that, you know, and, and, you know, trying to get rid of that, you know, narrative. I totally agree with that. And um, how long have you guys been in business? Um, so we started in, um, took me about a year to develop it in 2012. And then we, you know, started our first family in 2013, really just doing private, you know, mentoring, companionship services. Um, and then it got more of, as I got more familiar with the field, I noticed that I can get involved in helping other ways. And, you know, that's when we got involved in apply, uh, doing applied behavior analysis, you know, speech therapy, um, services for, you know, adults, you know, and I'm not familiar how it is, you know, in your area, but, you know, when you turn 21 in New Jersey, you get a budget and you can have access to different services. Exactly. And I mean, it works like, the same way. I mean, it works the same way. Yeah. It's yep. similar. So, you know, really just a comprehensive multitude of services, you know, that really, you know, for us, we kind of, you know, just touching on, you know, people who are not in it for the right reasons, we became very core value focused, like, and just made our purpose so simple that our purpose is to enrich the lives of individuals that we serve. So if you're late, if you're not taking data, if you're on your phone, you know, if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, it makes it very easy for us to kind of let those kind of people go from our organization because, hey, that's not enriching the lives of the people that we serve. It's very simple what our mission is, you know, and that's just, ever since we've done that, we've been a lot more successful. We only had like one or two people, you know, we've had to let go over the last couple of years. That's great. Yeah. That's great. You know, what are some of the big changes you see happening in the industry? Uh, we see a lot of changes, you know, um, we just relocated from Tampa, Florida. I think I mentioned that to you already. So we we did exactly what you're doing, providing direct services to consumers with special needs. Um, and we dealt with mostly adults 18 and older, um, coaching services, employment services, personal support services, and so forth, companion services as well. Um, we see a change happening in the industry where now they're going all digital. And now they, um, they're going to require people to, to have an app on their phone with the service providers to have an app on their phone. When they check in with a consumer, they have to hit that app. Um, once they leave the consumer, they have to hit the app and the app has GPS tracking as well. Do you see anything like that in your area or have you been hearing any whispers of that in the community? Um, 
I have not heard it from my area. I actually heard it from, you know, the company that we use just to clock in for our staff to clock in, clock out on their phones. Like I think it's called like geo tracking or something like that. Um, You know, I mean, I think that's a great step forward into ensuring that, you know, people are there when they're supposed to be there. And, you know, I'm all for something like that, just to even, even do that. You know, in terms of our scheduling, we, we do things about a month in advance, you know, everything's, right on paper, you know, what we, when we're going to be there, when our staff are going to be there and then our staff just, you know, clock in, clock out, you know, accordingly. We also have timesheets that we double check, you know, and stuff like that too. You know, just part of our third core value, just doing the right thing. You know, we have to adhere to standards. You know, I like to sleep at night, so I don't want to, you know, I do things the right way, you know, exactly. Exactly. I even not do it. You know, you're just cheating yourself, cheating the system. And it's, that's not what it's about. You know, really our, our, our message is, you know, individuals with disabilities, you know, are, are often seen as less, you know, when really, you know, people with disabilities are just different. And, you know, we're just trying to be in a position to where, you know, I, I think the biggest reason why I started this is because it's so beneficial to have a mentor, to have someone to look up to, someone that is, is not going to look at you differently, someone who's not going to tease you, someone who's not going to, you know, someone who's going to encourage you. And, you know, I think people with disabilities, people a lot of just focus on a disability. Like, how can we, you know, work on this behavior? How can we work on that? And that's important, you know, but what's also important is the social aspect, like a simple hello, a simple, how you doing? Simple, hey, what did you do last night? What game did you play? You know, like, good days or bad days, we need to get that. And I think we kind of take that for granted. You know, everyone does, you know, how we can, how we can get things off our chest and we feel better about it. Um, and we speak our minds, you know, good times and bad, but people with disabilities have that. And that frustration will build up over time. And, you know, if we can be that program that comes in and understands that and, you know, is not going to treat, not going to talk to an 18 year old, like a three year old, you know, because they have a disability, we're going to talk to like an 18 year old. Yeah, we might joke around with them too because you know we're treating everyone the same. You know, exactly. you know if, exactly. if one of my guys is an Eagles fan, you know I'm gonna hey I'm a Giants fan, man. I don't like. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, it's like so. I, I think really just you know it just goes back to the old rule: treat everyone how you would like to be treated. You know, and that's just really what we're trying to do, and just fulfill people's potential. You know, and just not focus on. You know, you know, the negatives and focusing on the positives and being that social outlet for families and, um, you know, our individuals. Now, I agree. I, I agree. You know, some of my um, most memorable moments uh, with my consumers was driving in the car on the way to go take them to shop or, 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 to, or, to, or to achieve one of their goals. Having that personal time in the car where we're joking, listening to the same songs, you know, reciting lyrics. Those little, those little moments in between when we're actually getting their goals met. Um, were some of the most special moments. So I, I totally agree with you. You have to treat them like a friend. You have to treat them like a family, family. member. And that's really what it boils down to. And at the end of the day, it's like we were close with their grandmas. They were, we were close with the mothers or whoever they were living with at home in their home scenario. And so that's important to actually know the family, which is, is, is considered the natural support. And all of us are part of the circle of support, but the families are the natural support. And it's good for all of us you know, within the circle of support to have a connection with each other. So... Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's 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 so important. Those little things, you know, the little things that you don't expect like to have those 
you know, little moments that, I mean, that you'll remember forever, right. you know, that, 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 you know, make it worthwhile, make it, you know, it's, 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 it's what you want to do. It's, it's what you want to give back. And it, it's just a great thing. They are family. So then you go, okay, well, they're basically our age. Their parents are getting older. What are they going to do once their parents are no longer here? How are they going to be able to self-sustain themselves? How can they get the education? You care about these things. So I think what you're doing is a wonderful thing. And like you said, we want to work with like-minded people. So we're so proud to basically be talking to you today and getting this information so that we can give it out and people can hear it. Yeah, yeah, but I think a lot of people don't know about what goes on behind the scenes. They see somebody with special needs in the community if they have something that's actually noticeable. Right. Um, and they don't really know, how's that person getting along? How's that person getting the support they need? How are they paying their bills? How are they here in this store with me shopping right mm-hmm. now? Um, so a lot of the stuff that happened behind the scenes, helping their finances stay in place, um, um, helping them to be able to you know, just maintain independence is critical. Now, something that I ran across in... In, in my job is crazy goals. I, I know all of us have seen them. Um, what's some of the craziest goals that you've seen? Um, this, because of, I'm going to keep it hundred percent with you. We know that they have limits due to whatever skill sets they might be bringing to the table. What are some of the goals that you've had coordinators put on their documents saying they want to meet this goal that you knew off the top? Like, Hey, this goal is a little outside of their wheelhouse. Have you ever dealt with that? Oh, you know, in terms of goals, I mean, there's, as you guys know, I mean, you run into so many different individuals who have so many different, you know, interests and, you know, capabilities and, you know, amazing things that, you know, there's, there, I had one individual who could tell you like every, um, you know, score of every Yankee game and like, you know, the <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, just in terms of like goals, um, I don't know anything like, in, in particular, you know, outside the realm, um, because really anything's, you know, um, anything's attainable within the goal. And, and, you know, there's so many different kinds of goals, you know, that we could be doing that, um, you know, but I mean, we, just in terms of things that we do do, you know, brushing activities, daily living, you know, so we'll set a schedule for, you know, brushing teeth and, um, you know, so we might master the first step of just picking up the toothbrush, you know, for a month, you know, and then the next step is, you know, we might another month just applying the toothpaste, you know? So, I mean, um, variety of different goals. It takes time. It, it, it's just amazing how some of our behavior analysts will break things down and, you know, their methods of reinforcement and, um, you know, just the way that they can, you know, work on these things and, you know, in a fun way too, you know, right, it's, right. Yep. well, um, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. Yep. Yep. I've had, um, I've had, you know, um, coordinators write down that this person wants to learn, this individual wants to learn how to drive for instance, or, or, or something like that. When knowing that in this particular case, the individual had a, a, a few different levels of challenges and driving was something that was really outside of that you know, wheelhouse for that individual at the time when they were still getting to learn, um, having to learn stuff like brushing their teeth, stuff like, you know, paying their bills on time, um, you know, just smaller, more basic tasks. And, and the coordinator put down, you know, that she wants, um, that the individual said that they want to learn how to drive. And I'm like, Hey, 
And I didn't go to that particular meeting, so I didn't have a voice in making that final decision. And of mm-hmm. course, it's all about their independence, so they get to make that decision. But we normally sit down as a team and discuss, hey, you know, what goals do you think they should have? And then they ask the individual, what goals do you think they should have? In this particular situation, I wasn't there at the meeting, and they put down, you know, he, he wants to learn how to drive. And I was like, hey, you know, we have to address that. So I had to have a talk with them, and, um, and we had to, you know, update the support plan to reflect the new goal. Right. So that's what I was asking you that question for, because I don't know if you came across that. You know, me and Nikki both have come across that where, you know, we want them to thrive. We want them to be independent, but we have to like we have to truly take baby steps to get them to the point that maybe one day they could drive. But but right now they have other tasks that they should try to master first. And also if they if they're having seizures and we know this, we we know that maybe they can't drive and that's they have to take that or look at that as a possibility. Also, yes, they may be able to drive if we get your seizures, you know, handled or under. But nine out of 10 times, that's probably not going to be possible. Yeah, it's a life. It's a lifelong thing that we right. have to go through. And so that's yeah. it. Um, it's tough. And I just want to touch base on that, too. You, you know, I mean, you're involved with this individual and it's it, it just takes a team effort, you know, and it's just like it's it's so important, you know it would have been great if you were there, you know, to kind of voice that perspective and, you know, because you're with that individual in certain times and you understand this individual from, so, I mean, that is great. And that, you know, it's a, it's a team perspective too. And it it just, it takes a team to really build a plan and put it together. Um, it's not just one person that can really do it. I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, so, uh, you know, I don't know, you have any more questions for, yeah, well, how many uh, people do you have in your organization? So we have um, two full-time staff. Uh, we have a chief operations officer. Her name is Jamie. She's been in the field for about 30, 30 plus years. Um, and she is like the spine of what we do. She's the backbone. She runs all of our programs, um, you know, from a clinical perspective and, you know, all of our staff. Um, our other full-time staff members, Ashley, who actually started out as just a sidekick, um, you know, and actually now is, is part of our management team. And she, you know, does a lot of our interviewing and hiring and things of that nature. Um, and then we have about 50 plus part-timers on, you know, that, that work out in the field um, between our behavior therapy services, our speech therapy, um, you know, our, our state-funded Medicaid services. Um, you know, in our, our adult services. So that's great. Yeah. That's great. And so, um, so how can people get in contact with you? Um, and how can they, you know, kind of follow with you on social media or whatever, go ahead and put your information out there so people can contact yeah, you. Sure. So, um, we're actually fairly new, you know, to, um, to Instagram. We just started a couple months ago. Um, you know, once, my older relatives in Greece, I saw they got Instagram. I think it was time for me. To- <laughs> <laughs> you can't avoid it. You can't avoid it. I mean, I mean I'm not in love with social media like that, yeah. but we had to get involved. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. You know, it comes down to do you really want to spread your message or not? And this is exactly. whether you like it. I'm very I don't like social media per se, but um, you know, it does have its advantages for spreading a positive message. So yeah, I, you know, I got behind that. But we're on Instagram, um, sidekick support. Facebook.com slash sidekick support. Um, we just launched a brand new website yesterday too, actually. So um, sidekicksupport.com. Um, you know, and even if I know we're a couple miles apart, but it's it's nice to connect and um, you know, even share different stories and strategies and you know, um, 
you know, even difficult times too, you know, sometimes we have to have difficult conversations to move forward, you know, um, you know, so I, I, I'm glad we were able to connect and, you know, I hope to come down, you know, I, I've been to Georgia once, I loved it. Um, you know, maybe we'll, we'll cross paths. I would love that and to have a you know, in-person conversation with you too, but thank you again for the opportunity. I thank really, you. Thank you. you know, I appreciate what you guys are doing too. And, you know, let's definitely stay connected. Okay, Thank I totally you. agree. Well, it was totally a pleasure to talking it. to you. So we are going to stay in touch. We're going to become our own little circle of support. I love, yeah. I love it. 